Warning, this podcast is a bad idea and should not be taken seriously. If you're looking for thoughtful and thoroughly researched discussions of various works of cinema, you won't find them here. Kevin and Robert are, and I say this lovingly, idiots. But if you think you'll enjoy listening to two boneheads slowly descend into madness as they discuss the same movie over and over again without rewatching it, then sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to I Saw That Once, a rewatch podcast where we will never rewatch it. My name is Kevin Bowles Loman. And I'm Robert Coe. And this time we are discussing The Godfather, as we have always been doing for every episode we've done so far, which is definitely not just. Oh, fuck. It's just the one. Just so far. the one. We're not uh, late. A bit of fessing up to do, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got to say, I, we should start off. We didn't fuck up. We didn't fuck anything up. No. No. It's not we like got we fucked forgot up. to do it. No, we, got, we tried. You're right. We got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so to explain what happened, because, you know, I feel like you all deserve an explanation. Uh, we were about to record about five weeks ago, and then I opened up my computer, and my computer completely shit the bed. Uh, so at least for that day, I was like, hey, Robert, can't really get it done, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I had my family come into town, so I was taken up by doing that. And then I got sick. And then <laughs> and I got sick. had me laid out for a while. And then Robert got sick. So The universe does not want this podcast to exist, but we say, <laughs> fuck you, universe. The universe is telling us. It is confirming what I say, that this podcast is a bad idea. Yep. <laughs> but, but nothing will stop us. We're going to still do it. Nothing can stop us. I didn't intend for this to be a monthly podcast. <laughs> and there oh, are man, plenty of would... monthly podcasts out there that are great. There's that no shade make... against them. But that would make our job so fucking hard. It would. Like, I'm already nervous. See that I'm nervous. Out today. Yeah. I do. Lo- I kind of love the irony of starting a podcast where the premise is how much of this are we going to forget? And then immediately. <laughs> Setting ourselves up for a situation where we are inherently going to forget everything. Not thinking about this movie for an entire month. Because I'm not going to lie, <laughs> I like didn't at all. Not not once. I, I have not spent a single second of my time until the last day or two thinking about <laughs> The Godfather. And it now we're going to do a podcast about my it. Brain. It's great. It's a great idea. <laughs> We've been putting out, you know what? I'm changing my tune. I've been putting out this energy into the world that this is a bad idea podcast. And maybe that is why the universe conspired against us. Because we were putting out all this negative energy, this bad idea energy. And I'm done with it. No so more. Is this a good idea now? This is the best idea that has ever existed. <laughs> Robert, I need you to ask me one question. Ah, what's the question? There, there's your question. Is this podcast a bad idea? It is a great idea. What are you talking about? 
I need you to ask me if it's a bad idea. Though. Oh, is this <laughs> I, a bad I wasn't idea? That's what I was that. supposed to ask you. Oh, I'm. Let's I'm get. Following. Let's get a good. Let's get a fresh take on that. Let's get. Let's, <laughs> well, I'll count you in. We'll get a clean take. Three, two, one. Kevin, is this podcast a bad idea? No. What was that? What was that? <laughs> it's my no button. No. Oh my god. No. 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 <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> is this one is this your new noisemaker? Yes, sir. Fucking Christ. <laughs> There's more where that came from. I am so scared. You have too much power. All right. Before we get into our discussion this episode, as we do every episode, let's do a quick recap of the movie live from memory with no preparation. And if any of you can remember far back enough, Robert did the bulk of the recap for our pilot episode. Uh, I'll take credit so for that. Yeah. Turn. You absolutely did. You <laughs> did so much work on that. I was astonished and amazed at how much you actually remembered then. But for now, well, it's my turn. Then bring it on. Let's go. All right. Well, my friends, The Godfather is a story about a family. It's a story about a family, about the Corleone family. And at the head of this family is a man named Vito Corleone. Don Corleone, the titular godfather at the beginning of the movie. Don Corleone has a few kids. It's not exactly clear which ones are his. And we open on his daughter's wedding. And everyone's asking him to do stuff for them because he's the godfather. And that's what he does. He takes care of people. Because in return, he he they are, he is rewarded with their loyalty. So we see a few scenes of him answering requests for things. And then we cut to Hollywood. The famous horse head scene. I'm just going to jump around because this is about <laughs> how my memory works with this story. Um, and we see, for the first act of the movie, we see examples of how Don Corleone doles out his business. He is in the business of favors. He is in the business of gambling. He is in the business of having the police and politicians in his pocket to get things the way that he wants. And he proves that throughout about the first half of the movie. We get about halfway through the movie, not even halfway, like a third of the way through the movie, and the other families of the New York Italian mafia are trying to get Don Corleone to enter into the drugs business because they're all saying there's going to be so much money in drugs. And Don Corleone says, no, drugs are dirty. Drugs are how you get messy. Politicians don't like it. Police don't like it. They're all against it. This isn't smart. This upsets the other heads of the five families. And what do they do? Well, they dole out vengeance the way that the mob knows best. They try to take out a hit on Don Corleone. But here's the thing. You can't put the man down. He will not be stopped. They shoot him a thousand times and he doesn't die. Now this is our inciting incident for the introduction. Really, we already met him, but this is when he becomes kind of an interesting character of Michael, played by, hold on, let me decide which one it is, Al Pacino, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Corleone, he's the youngest of the Corleone brothers. I believe he's the youngest, it seems like it. And he is in the military, and after his dad gets shot, he kind of gets thrust into a position of importance. And his older brother, Sonny, forces him to... Uh, not forces him, really. They don't really want him say, to. How much am I allowed they to, don't want to, him to correct do it. you? He forces him to do it. Uh, how much am we'll I allowed to correct it. you in this? 
You I, can I jump in when you things. want. You can jump in. Say, okay, okay. Well, sorry. Continue. Yeah. You, you corrected yourself. We'll see how we'll see how much I leave in when I edit it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So Michael uh, Volen is voluntold volunteers to uh, kill the uh, one of the other heads of the five families. I wait, don't remember wait. which one right now. I do. The Turk uh, Virgil Sala- uh, Salvo. Ah, fuck. Not Salazzo. He's not the he's not the head of the family. He is the Turk. He's the one who's bringing the drug family or drugs like business to. He says the Tatalia family. He says he's backed by the Tatalia family. Gotcha. Okay. I, I well, remember Michael things. kills Michael kills that guy in a restaurant. It's a great scene. <laughs> and then that Michael guy, has to go then... to Italy for a while. And all the while, when Michael is in Italy, Sonny is kind of fucking things up. Sonny's not great at being in charge of the family, but Michael has to lay low because he's a wanted man. He killed two people. It's crazy. Michael's in Italy for a while. He falls in love with a woman while he's there. Uh, You rarely hear the woman speak. It's a little uncomfortable to me. (laughs) So the woman that Michael falls in love with, oh no, she gets killed while in Italy, but it was meant to be for Michael. So Michael comes back home to the United States and Sonny has fucked everything up. And eventually, Sonny gets killed, too, by a thousand bullets. And is then Sonny, Don Corleone dies. He kind of was. He was murdering everyone that he wanted to, and they were telling him not to. True. So, Sonny fucks up a lot. Michael takes over. Don Corleone dies. Now Michael's the godfather. And the movie ends with literally everyone being killed. And then Michael (laughs) moves the business to Las Vegas. And he kills people there, too. And that's basically the movie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the the three-hour movie in two minutes. Robert, how do you think I did? I, I think you did great. I think the only thing that you fucked up is you forgot who the movie is about, which is... Uh, give me a second while I check our treat sheet. <laughs> Carlo Rizzi, Rizzi, fucking, I can't say words. Carlo, the brother-in-law, whatever. Just because you forgot him, and he was an asshole, and he gets shot a bunch. No, he doesn't get shot, yeah, he gets strangled. I mean, I genuinely forgot most of what he does in the movie. Like, this is the thing. This he is the does... thing. He does... Oh, fuck. Man, this is, we're forgetting... Sh- I, he, I know he was important. <laughs> well, anyway, that's our recap for the week. Now let's launch into our full discussion. Robert, I had a thought that I wanted to open the discussion with. Um, okay. To give us a jumping off point. Bring it on. Who do you think, let's go through the character list, who do you think would absolutely crush a Grimace shake? A Grimace shake? Do you not know what the Grimace What's shake a is? Grimace shake? Oh is my like god, are you living under a rock? No! Wait, what's a Grimace shake? The McDonald's Grimace shake. I can't believe I'm introducing you to this. What is it like? Is it a meme or something? I'm so confused. No, this, it was a real product that McDonald's ran for about a month up to like a week or two ago. And it was a purple milkshake that they refused to say what flavor it was. Other than that, it was 
themed around the McDonald Lands character that is an indeterminate object named Grimace. I assume you know who Grimace is, yes? Is he the purple one? He's the purple one. He's the one that they say is a taste bud. They say he's a milkshake himself. I thought he was a blub of like slushy. He, well, maybe. That's the thing. McDonald's won't say. And for about a month, they ran a promotion where you could get a Grimace shake. It was a purple milkshake, and they would not say what the flavor was. Is it, did it, was it good? Did it taste bad? What the fuck? I'm so confused. I don't get internet things. The thing is, I didn't try it. <laughs> because uh. I thought that was incredibly suspect. And I'm not one to try something when someone won't tell me what the flavor is. Is this like your McRib thing where you said the McRib was so fucking delicious and it was the greatest thing ever and I tried it and it was like chewing on cardboard? Don't you dare fucking talk shit about the <laughs> McRib right now. I was, I was so disappointed. Space and you come at me with such <laughs> vitriol. Such hateful things to say. I can't even was, believe this right now. I was you talked it up so much, and I was so like, oh, it's it's uh, I might taste fucking cardboard. No, I've I my opinion of the McRib I acknowledge is exactly the same as my opinion of the movie Waterworld, in that I love it and it is bad. Waterworld is a fucking masterpiece. I am with you on that one. All right, that I like, that it I is understand. An absolute masterpiece. It is and so it is much a fun. Horrible, convoluted, poorly made piece of shit. <laughs> but he's got gills and he drinks his own pee. Like, what else oh, do you need? Yeah. God, I wish we could talk about Waterworld instead, but I've seen <laughs> it a thousand let's times. Let's talk about Waterworld. I haven't seen it so Can long. Can we just man, talk about Waterworld for the next 30 minutes? Can it's... we spend our second episode not talking about <laughs> The Godfather? I mean, I want to bungee jump out of a hot air balloon as jet skis explode beneath me. Like, that sounds fucking awesome. Who doesn't want to be chased around the ocean by a one-eyed Dennis Hopper? That's it, dude. All right, man. Now I want to watch Waterworld. What what are we supposed to talk about? Fucking watch Waterworld, man. That would be kind of hilarious if the joke of the podcast was that we talk about the movie that we're saying for the first episode, and then for the (laughs) next 25, we talk about (laughs) other movies. That'd be pretty fucking great. Do you know I'm named for Kevin Costner? Do I have a name for Kevin Costner? Isn't it Kevin Costner? No, I said, sorry, did you say, did you know that I am named for him? Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah. So my <laughs> mom amazing. was a huge Dances with Wolves fan when, <laughs> or like around the time that I was born. And they liked the name Kevin. So they got uh, it from him. Kevin's so named after I am the named Mariner. After Kevin Costner. I fucking love that. This is my new favorite fact. I'm changing your your profile picture in my phone to Kevin Costner. <laughs> I think I That's might have amazing. just realized something that made me partially, like, might be part of the reason why I liked Waterworld so much when I was a kid. <laughs> because when I was when I was a kid, I was one of those like shitty little kids who thought that if I coughed really loudly around strangers who were smoking, that I could convince them to stop smoking. And the bad guys wow. in that movie are called smokers. That's, that's you connected with the character. <laughs> so smokers are the bad guys. And I go, yeah, I get it. I understand. Smokers are the bad guys. Yeah. Smoking is horrible. And they're all doing it. <laughs> Dude, were you just coughing through that whole movie? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's, 
That's Anytime fantastic. those motherfuckers on their jet skis went by, I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> go to the fucking Waterworld show at Universal Studios and just Dude, stand that at the is edge so and cough at them good. the whole time. That Can show's we talk fantastic. about that, though? It's I'm, so good. Uh, I did a deep dive at one point to go into like the behind the scenes of that show. And, like, yeah. all the insanity. Like, they do it, like, three or four times a day. And they risk their lives, like, doing insane shit for just some dumb, oh, yeah. like, dumb tourist to just sit and, like, clap a little bit. It's insane. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're throwing themselves 50 feet in the air. On fire. themselves on fire. Jumping boats over, like, 30-foot tall iron gates. It's just fucking great. Fucking God. kidding me? All right, we're I bet do. That's a great job for stunt actors when they're like not on sets. You know, oh, right? Like that is probably a, a solid gig for them. Well, I feel like they always introduce the cast, and like every once in a while, you'll hear a name. You're like, oh shit, I actually know who that is. It's very like yeah. it's insane. Uh huh. Man, funny story. The first time I went to Universal Studios, it took us literally four times going to the Waterworld show for it to actually get all the way through because it was things like the first time we went, they had like a technical difficulty or something. The second time we went, there was like someone had gotten hurt before and they couldn't perform. So they need to cancel it. Third time. It was like another technical difficulty. It was crazy. Damn that. That fucking sucks. What a, what a way to miss that. That sucks. Oh, I saw it eventually. Oh, good. And every time I've been back to Universal Studios, I see it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an idiot. I always. I always want to be the guy on the front when the smokers come in. That's just going ape shit with the Gatling gun. That guy <laughs> is always yeah. giving like a hundred and ten percent, and is my favorite mm-hmm. character. Oh yeah, the crowd work in the show, like before oh. and during, is so good. Can, oh, here's another deep tri- rabbit trail that's not about the Godfather. Do you, did you ever see yeah. uh, Cirque du Soleil or Cirque du Lamar or whatever it was that was at SeaWorld where there was like jet skis and shit, but it was in like fish themed? Did you ever see that? Is that your fucking... God no. dang it. I hate this so much already. I was answering you. I know, but I hate these buttons already. <laughs> um, it's basically the Waterworld show but without the funny script and like talking, uh, but yeah. they, they did the thing where they like pull people up. Uh, yeah. they like did the pre-show was that like the clowns coming up and pulling people up on stage and like making them do right. dumb shit yeah. and then splashing water on them. But the way the show started was they pretended to pull someone up. Like he was an actor, like he was in on it. And then they, uh, they, threw him in a ball and kicked him in the water and like did all this crazy shit. But it was always between what that guy and like a random person who wasn't part of the show. And one time when we went to see it and I was a little kid, my dad was the other guy and I got terrified oh. that they were about to drown my dad in the fucking ocean. And I was oh, like, no. did not like that show for a very long time. <laughs> it kind of scarred me. Cause that I was, so I was sad. sure, I was sure that my dad was going to get drowned by a French asshole and oh. like jellyfish speedos. It was so fucking oh. crazy. <laughs> no, not the stupid buttons. You sweet little boy. <laughs> I also have a trauma story from SeaWorld. Seriously? Oh, you saw the documentary? Yeah. 
So I have <laughs> I have like some sensory issues, and one of my things is I don't like being wet unless I'm choosing it. And I remember I was like five years old, maybe, and we went to the Shamu show. You know, it's like why you go to SeaWorld. And I got fucking drenched because the whale is a f- an asshole <laughs> who <laughs> throws water at humans, which yeah. like you know. I I was upset at the whale, but really, who's to blame there? It's called a killer and so, whale. <laughs> and so I like I broke down. I started crying, and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> sea World is not a good place, man. Also, SeaWorld did you know that the whales just place. poop in that water? All, all the all the splashed water, oh, yeah. they just yeah. poop in that water. They don't even have like a bathroom. There's or no, anything. there's no amount of chlorine that can clean poop enough to make it okay. No, and they just sprayed people with poop water. Man, whales are assholes. What? How how many people get to say that they grew up in a town where you could do that easily? We're still lucky. That is very true. <laughs> we could do that and then go and see fucking giraffes and lions and shit and then go to the water, the beach, where the free animals are and make fun of the SeaWorld animals. And then make fun of the tourists who try to touch the wild animals and end up getting punked by a sea lion. <laughs> Like the what was it? What is the where's this? Where's the all the sea lions and seals here? What's that beach? You this said the word already. San Diego beach. No shit. You said the you said the name of it. The name the, is in the animal. The sea lion seal place with the beach and the water. Perfect. That's the Fucking one. Nailed. It's all. It also just so happens to be the nude beach. Yep. <laughs> oh really? I've never been there. No. No. That's a lie. You're thinking of Seal Beach. And the nude uh, one is oh. Black Beach. Is it really called Seal Beach? Yes, it's called Seal Beach because there are seals there. We need to get more creative. No! Oh, fuck. That's worse. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> no. <laughs> see, are you? See, are these buttons you have, like a soundboard? Are you a Foley artist right now? You're a fucking Foley I'm artist because you had the slide whistle last night. Yeah. That's fantastic. Hello, now I sound different. <laughs> you want to know what that was? That was a fucking Pringles can. I'm going acoustic over here. You, that's very impressive. I'm, I'm very, <laughs> Except we need for to talk about the Godfather. Fully battery powered. Do we though? <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your? Uh, you always ask the questions. Now it's my in. my question. Okay. Um, with the Godfather. Ah shit! I should have come prepared to this stuff. You're fine. You don't need to prepare. That's the point. <laughs> good point all right i got nothing oh i actually did have a question for you godfather related what to bring this back do you remember we okay. didn't even talk about this the first time and i'm bummed that we didn't because it's fresh in my head back then and now it's kind of faded the director do you remember why the director didn't want uh uh that singer guy tony what was johnny johnny fontaine do you remember why the director johnny didn't want to put fontaine. Do you know why he didn't want to put him in the movie? Are you asking me if I know the answer to this or is this trivia? No, I'm asking you like in the movie, in the, in the, okay. in the movie, yeah, yeah. the first thing that he asked were like, before he cuts the head off, like why the director says that Johnny Fontaine will never be in my pictures. Do you remember why he says that? I don't know that? if I remember there being a reason that was given. It's so insane. The reason was that there was a hot young act- actress that di- that the fucking creepy old director was like drooling over and was basically Harvey Weinsteining her so that 
she could get in movies. And then she met Johnny Fontaine, fell in love with Johnny Fontaine, didn't want to mess around with this other, this creepy old dude, and like decided she didn't want to be an actor anymore. And so she wasn't going to suck this guy's dick. And so the guy was butthurt about it. That is so insane. That's crazy. Like, I that's why aren't more people talking about that? That's such a fucking crazy. Like, I don't know. That stuck with me so much for some reason. That you that's why though? he said no. You're absolutely right. Like, people should have been talking about that being the reason because it's kind of like, okay, then Hollywood has been telling us what Hollywood is for decades yes, now, guys. That's what I'm right. And I, we just I, caught them like 40 years after this movie came out. Like, fucking, let's go. Come but on. Like, and this is the greatest movie that movies ever movied. So of all time. It's it's always been part of this. Yeah. Hollywood was trying to tell us. That's the thing that they say. It's like so when someone tells you who they are, listen. But it Hollywood also, told us in fucking 1972 <laughs> that movie producers are rich creeps. It's also like I used to feel bad for the horse, because you know, horses. But yeah. Now I guess I still feel bad for the horse. But the dude, <laughs> I don't feel bad for that guy at all. He gets a dead no, horse God, head in no. his bed covered in blood. Fuck that guy. No, or see, this is why I don't view Don Corleone as a villain at all. Because everything all, he does, everything he does is driven by logic and decorum. <laughs> but his he actions, also... the things he chooses to do might be horrific, but... There's like, (laughs) it feels like there's never malice or like anything evil in it. It just feels like, well, this is what, this is the result of your choices. Now I'm killing your horse and putting its head in your bed. You chose this. You chose this for yourself. (laughs) The mob is okay. Kevin Bulls Loman. That's the quote Hell for this yes. episode. That's the, that's the Hell quote. yes, because when they find out we were talking about the movie that represents them, whose side do you want to be on when they're hunting us? I wonder... <laughs> if, oh, that's actually good. This is probably this is probably something we could find out. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe if there's like crime scene... or uh, uh, Not crime scene, but like jailbird uh, confessions. I wonder what the mob thinks of this movie. Like, is this a good portrayal in the mob's eyes? Do they feel That's a good question? Do they feel like okay about it? Or are they like, dude, these people are talking shit? And if so, I wanna know who the fuck snitched to this fucking movie guy. Well wait, there I know with one little bit of trivia that I should have looked up before I start sputtering. There is an actual <laughs> mobster in this movie. I think it's Luca Brasi. The the wait, guy who's what? like the guy was like, I'm honored to be at your wedding or your daughter's wedding. I hope she's got a yeah, manly child. Yeah, let me look at this motherfucker's face. Let me look at this think, motherfucker's I face. I think that guy's an actual mobster. Or that could be trivia. This is me just saying shit. We had a computer so in front do of you me. Mean, do you mean that that is an actor playing a real person or that that is a real mobster playing Luca Brazzi? No, no, no. That's like, a, I think that's a real mobster. Oh, shit. Maybe. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me check. Let me double check. What if it was like a real oh. situation? Oh, shit. Okay. Thanks, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. So this could be fake. But uh, the actor was Lenny Montana, an ex-wrestler and former bodyguard and enforcer for the Columbo crime family. He was a fucking Ooh. bodyguard for a crime family. So, yeah. So he definitely probably did some shit. Yeah, probably. Holy shit. Man. Spooky Town lives so again. That- 
got well, crime no in. They had him. No wonder they had him play that character, right? Because like, like, oh, who do you get to play the guy who is essentially your hitman? Hire one. <laughs> Oh, okay. Here's a question: Does yeah. us does us listening to an episode count as like refreshing our memory? Because we do, uh, we do wrap ups or uh, not wrap ups, little reviews at the beginning of each episode. Yeah. So does that count as us refreshing our memory of the movie? I I don't want to impose too many limitations on you. So, like, as far as I'm concerned with your participation, other than watching the movie, it's up to you. For me, I have to listen to it when I'm editing it anyway, so that kind of counts as a second listen. But even then, I don't remember anything anyway. So, uh, I'm not going to re-listen to them, but if you want to, that's fine. Good to know. Listeners, what do you think? What do you think? Email us. I don't don't remember what the email is right now. Find it. Figure it out. I always get so antagonistic. (laughs) I always start antagonizing people that are listening to me. I don't know why. (laughs) It's it's part of your. I saw that once podcast. I saw that once podcast at gmail.com. Oh, that's easy. Insult me. (laughs) Send me an insulting email. I was I was rude to you. All right, Robert. What would uh, let's talk about our favorite moments this episode what's what is one of your favorite moments that you can recall from the godfather favorite moments from the godfather well we already talked about the weird director guy and i just like loved that story for some fucking reason it's stuck in my brain and it's like way to just make this guy a such a despicable asshole oh fuck it i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna say my favorite part was when uh uh the uh consigliere uh tommy something tom hagen Tom Hagen, yeah. When he goes to the director and is like, yo, you need to put Johnny Fontaine in the movie and like kind of gives him the hard sell and then he pauses for a little bit and he's like, by the way, I really like your work. I'm, I'm, I think you're a good director. And it was like him having a little fanboy moment. I don't remember that very much, but I remember like kind of chuckling at that and going like, okay. It's like we saw Tom, like he's a business, he's such a businessman, lawyer, like being very professional yeah. and does his job. By the but way, sometimes I like you just movies. can't help it. Yeah, he's a little starstruck. Sometimes you just, you just can't help it, you know? By a fucking you piece see, of like shit. You see, you see your favorite celebrity being rude at a restaurant, and you go, oh my gosh, they're horrible, but I really liked you in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to keep saying that for some reason. If that gets too much, let me know. But Oh, yeah, he's a horrible person. All right, cool. But yeah, yeah. Tom was like all Tom was oh, all God. starstruck, and that's that was my favorite. What was your favorite part that you remember? Uh, I'm going to bounce off of that and because we've been thinking about it a lot and talking about it quite a bit in this episode, same, same part of the movie. Uh, I thought it was really hilarious how the actor who played the horrible movie producer chose to scream when he wakes up and finds the horse's head. (laughs) And it just kept going. And it was clearly like, I don't think it was that they did multiple takes, really. It didn't seem like it, and it didn't seem like that was all one take or anything. I think they used the same single scream because it was identical They just replayed time. it, yep, yep. And oh! just replayed it. 
Like, it wasn't... It, I don't even know if it was meant to seem like a different scream each time. I think they were just, oh! it was one of those moments where I like, see it again, see it again, <laughs> see it again. Oh! <laughs> he sounds kind of like that. It's like it's like when car explosions in movies where it's different like cuts or different angles from the mm-hmm. same explosion, but you it was just see it oh! happen multiple times. Cause they're like, we paid a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to explode this car. We need to show it a lot. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's one of my favorite moments this week. Nice. Good choice. Robert, I wanted to uh, to jump into my list of crazy segment ideas that I have come up with here, and do one that we don't have to do for very long. But I wanted to play a little game where we would toss one word reviews of the movie back and forth. So I would say one, then you would say one. Not building a sentence or anything, just a single one word review of the movie, and we'll go back and forth until we feel like we're done with it or we run out. How's that sound? So, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I could do this. Okay, fuck, I got to think of words. Sounds fun. It's okay, it sounds... it's okay. Just think of your opinions. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. You so first. I'll start, and I will say boring. <laughs> you fucking asshole, that's right. Um, uh, Entertaining. Long. <laughs> now I just feel like I have to be good ones because you're being mean. No, just uh, be yourself. Well thought out. Just you say that with one Ooh, well one word though. Well thought out. <laughs> well thought out. Uh, meticulous. Ah, Italian. Is that <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> That's such a good answer. Because <laughs> it's Italian as hell. Yeah, it really is. It really wants you to know that it's Italian. Yep. Uh, intentional. Ooh, good word. Thank you. I have forgotten every word that exists to describe things. It's okay. You can just say something like good. It was good. <laughs> uh, Regardless musical. of what you think, sir. Musical. They did not sing one time. No, but I felt like it flowed quite musically. Oh, okay. Okay. Villainous. Ooh. Male? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah. Super, it's super dude heavy. But it's also like, this is like a dude movie. Like, this is a guy movie. Bunch of guys just being dudes. The men that made this movie made it for men. And it's, yeah. Questionable choice. <laughs> I mean, we're dudes, so I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're also theater kids, though, so. Ah, but I feel like you could look at this as like the acting, like, acting, I, at least I think of it as like an acting thing. And we like, at least, especially watching this again as an adult, like, I can see all the choices people make, and this is just me being dumb, but like, I appreciate, I like, I didn't know it was Al Pacino. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Well, like it's it's kind of like that's I was also because I'm week. stupid. Like, no, you are not stupid. I would a one word review that I would absolutely give to it and mean it genuinely is artistic. 
Ooh, there you go. Very artistic. And and artful. Like, I think it, it, it is a piece of art. I just find it boring. Fair There's enough. There's plenty of great art that I find dreadfully boring. I've never read Pride and Prejudice all the way through. I've read Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, which is a rewrite Hell of yeah. Pride and Prejudice where they randomly have zombies. Does that count? I own that book. You should uh, read it. I... Yeah, well, I have ADHD, so. Ah, fair enough. It's hard. <laughs> ah, one more words. One more. We'll each come up with one more, and then we can move on. I can only think of good again, because I liked it. That's a nice one to end on. <laughs> I I will... I think my last one will say... I will say it is, with a capital G, great. I think it is wow, a great film in that G. regard. I think in that regard, with, like, it is... I think it deserves the title of like one of the great American films. It's just not for me. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? Okay. I can, I, I see what you're coming from. I, I like that. Yeah. All right, Robert, final thoughts on the movie this week. Anything you want to wrap up here for us? I think it was good because I liked it. And I remember it perfectly, and you will notice this when I uh, do the recap next week. I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be a wonderful time. Now, Robert, it is time, as we do every single episode, the multitude of episodes that we have done so far, (laughs) to rate the movie on our own completely made-up nonsense scales. Robert, how would you rate this week's movie, The Godfather? I think it is ten horse heads out of... 12. <laughs> 10 horses out of 12. Okay. Yep. I like it. And for my rating this week, I am giving The Godfather a. No. Out of. Jesus. I'm, we need to break that. I hate it already. <laughs> That's the perfect scenario. <laughs> my friend, what are you watching this week? What do you recommend? Uh, well, I just finished Ted Lasso and I think I talked about it last time. So, uh,. Yeah. Don't watch that because I'm already done with it. <laughs> so as Robert says, don't watch Ted Lasso simply because he's finished it. And so now no one gets to watch it anymore. Yep. Fun times. <laughs> I, uh, Jess and I are obsessed with this show on Netflix called Siren. It is, uh, it's called Siren colon survive the island. It is a Korean reality competition show where eight teams, uh, no, Six teams of four women from different physical professions basically compete in an ultimate massive game of capture the flag. Dude! So they're split up into like cops, firefighters, soldiers, stunt actors, bodyguards, and athletes, professional athletes. And... They, it's, it is like a massive on an island like Survivor game of capture the flag where they like compete in arena battle competitions to earn benefits for when they do what's called a base battle where basically they have to attack the other bases and when a flag is captured that team is out and that that battle is over it is so fucking good i cannot oversell this show it became an instant favorite after the first episode. If you like reality competitions like Survivor or The Amazing Race or uh, The Challenge on MTV, things like that, this show is going to be right up your alley. It is uh, 
absolutely incredible. It is it is in Korean, so you gotta watch it with subtitles. But honestly, if you watched it without subtitles, you would still get the full story of it. It is the most artistic reality competition show I've ever seen. Like it feels like it could have been like a piece of scripted art. It is so fucking good and so different than any American reality competition show. Uh, so that's what I'm recommending this week. Siren survive the Island on Netflix. How that sounds fantastic. I want to watch that right now. Yeah. You got you, you guys are going to love it. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode's discussion of the Godfather. If you would like to share your own thoughts on the movie or anything else we've talked about in this episode, you can always email us at I saw that once podcast at gmail.com. And if we like it enough, or if you're funny enough, when you roast me, we'll read your email on the episode. Uh, and also if you want to send in your own recommendations for what you're watching, we'll uh, read those out loud too. Robert, <laughs> my friend, what movie? What movie are we going to be discussing next time? The Godfather! So make sure you join us for that. And as always, we will close with our quote of the week. And Robert, it's your turn this week. I'm a big fan of your films. My name is Kevin Volsloman. I'm Robert Coe! This has been I Saw That Once and will never watch The Godfather ever again. Thank you.